Hello everyone and welcome into um welcome into this week's edition of the Easy Pods. Um didn't get to react to last week's action. Um brilliant games. Obviously wildcard weekend we had so many blowouts but last weekend things were a bit more balanced, which obviously you would expect. Obviously we had the Chiefs, um and the Bills a very fantastic game but i just want to go straight into this weekend's action so this is championship weekend so we've got ravens hosting the chiefs and obviously we've got detroit gainer which is san francisco now the chiefs for me i feel like they are the position they find themselves in this this season is pretty much the same they did last year it's underdog and Listen, why would Patrick Mahomes and <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, but why would Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid ever be underdogs? Possibly in terms of if you're talking about talent, play cooling, coaching, that may actually be the best head coach QB combination duo, whatever you want to call it, in the history of the game ever. I mean, you talk about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, but remember, Bill was more of a deep, well, was, he's not coaching in the league anymore, but <clears throat> he was more of a defensive guy. I remember Tom Brady, he's a, he's, he's a quarterback, so he was a quarterback, so defensive guy, defensive coordinator, defensive head coach, QB, mm. but obviously Andy Reid, he calls the plays, he's an offensive guy. And obviously with a quarterback, so that's a better mix, that's a better deal, that's a better combination. So for a combination that elite, why would anyone, anyone even rule them out? <clears throat> but for me, looking at this game, I think this is a legacy game for Mahomes. Honestly, I really think it is. This is a game that would very well define all this talk about, is he the god? Will he ever catch Tom Brady? Tom Brady beat him twice in the playoffs. Two of his three playoff defeats are to Tom Brady. Listen, he could go into Baltimore this weekend and just put a stop to that nonsense, you know. And previewing this game, there is so much to take away from last week's game. So the way Houston kind of approached this game, Demico Ryan's been uh, a defensive mind. This is a guy that normally didn't like to blitz, but last last weekend he had a different plan but Baltimore are a hard team man. this is a tough football team and every point that you put on the table is 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 hard earned like you have to grind if you put up seven points man those seven points are rough you have to work for them man they don't give you anything and for me that's one of the true marks of a very great team that you they don't beat themselves up and you almost have to work for every single thing that you get you have to put in the work so i do respect i do respect baltimore in that aspect you know great job on the defensive end todd Morkins come in he's built a completely different offense you know you have all these um the way they line up you know all these kind of shotgun formations really where he's giving patrick um, where he's giving sorry lamar jackson um so much freedom really 
you know they they he doesn't have to do as much running but there's always that back or running back in the backfield with him so whatever personnel they run with at least one running back in that scheme in that formation so it gives him so much flexibility to run that read option you know you know all that RPO stuff you know so it's a it's a it's a simple snap into the backfield he's not on the center but he can hand this ball off or he can keep but he's got all this flexibility so they've done so much for um for for Lamar which is evidenced by the fact that he's not even been injured at all so it, it, it goes to show you that yes Todd Monkin's offense obviously it will be different from Greg Roman but you can clearly see the the effect it's it's played immediately but Baltimore are a tough team man they are a tough tough football team and listen the, the, Houston scored on on special teams, they had that big time return that went all the way for a touchdown. Apart from that, you only had a field goal. So it, it kind of goes to show you how tough it is to put up points against these guys, you know. But one of the main plans that Houston had against Lamar Jackson was to kind of spy. And you do expect this a lot, you know, when teams kind of have that dual threat QB. Um, I don't care. I don't know how many threads we do. More than just two threads. Like he can do it all. Sometimes it just helps to spy on this guy. Put someone on that second level, one of your linebackers, and just kind of mirror everything it does. Mirror his movement. Just read, read this fella. You know, last year um, we saw Nick Bolton at the football. Jalen Hurts, very big time player, so it's 14-7 to Philadelphia. And what he does is he he lines up at the line of scrimmage and it's almost like he's going to blitz. So that's the look they give. And it doesn't blitz, you know, he just turns into a spy very quickly. So Jalen Hurts is reading this and in that process of reading it, you know, that's when the turnover actually happens, you know, because out of nowhere, bang. Nick Bolton is in your face, both turned over, you know, he's fumbled, he, he, he's lost it, you know, the, he's trying to pick it up and it goes from 14-7 to 14-0, so that's a 14-point swing. That game, that drive could have led to 21-7 and remember Patrick Mahomes is watching that game, he can barely get on the field. So if you put all that together, that drive could have actually won Philadelphia the Super Bowl. But it was that big time play by Nick Bolton that people don't talk about. So I think this is something that Steve Spagnuolo, defensive coordinator, will have to go to. You know, how can we spy on this guy? How can we make sure that, you know, we kind of mirror all his movements? Because you know they're gonna they, that's how they're gonna line up. You know, there's gonna be a buck there, twelve personnel, you know, whatever 13 personnel 11 whatever they decide to go with there'll always be someone there next to him so he can run that read option you know so it'll be interesting to see how from the defensive side of the football how the chiefs deal with patrick with with um lamar jackson but i think if they can successfully spy on him even all game they will give him something to think about and in that way you may just force him to start throwing a football and let him throw outside the numbers. You know, I think the Chiefs have done a pretty good job. They have all their second-line players who can drop into coverage. 
you know the luxurious needs been that secondary is held up fantastically well and this year man their their defense has been <clears throat> they they've they've been on top you know so you know that second level has a lot to do and obviously like just mentioned the the secondary the back end if it can hold up it's gonna help so much and remember this is a team that's quite good at creating turnovers especially when when they tackle so when a player is on the way down just about to be you know to dip, to be deemed down by contact whether the knees down or whatever they're quite good at you know slapping these balls out just at the very last moment so if you're baltimore you know this is an area you want to look out for you want to make sure you don't get caught out in these sort of areas you know because this is where the chiefs can be very good this is where the chiefs can cause you a lot of problems you know but at the end of the day you know <laughs> i mean it swings both ways how are the chiefs going to line up themselves you saw houston last weekend they had a lot of formations, a lot of tight formations lining up inside the numbers, especially in the early series, which was quite telling. I mean, I don't know if it's a case of we didn't want to put too much on CJ Stroud's plate, but what was the point of lining up, you know, inside most of the time? You know, all these tight formations. And, you know, I want to see them spread them out, you know, give Patrick Mahomes the options, you know, let him see the field you know let your receivers win let just just from day one let let rashi rice get all the space he needs let him get as much let him just go create space for travis travis kelsey underneath travis kelsey has been in big time games i mean this is a top defense baltimore's defense is top end but come on that doesn't phase it doesn't phase travis travis kelsey you know but at the end of the day, you know, this sort of game, it, it may just come down to, to 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 the basics, really. The line of scrimmage, the offensive line. And for me, is Joe Tooney going to play in this game? That is an unbelievably big, big factor. You know, if Joe Tooney isn't available for this game, whoa, whoa. Remember, he was missing the last couple of last couple of um, snaps against the Buffalo Bills. So, it would be interesting to tell... You know how that to see how the offensive line will look you know because that is that is major if you're talking about just the interior so creed Humphrey, trey smith um joe tuny you might be looking at possibly the best offensive line in the game undoubtedly they are unbelievably great in everything whether it's a pass game or if you want to run the football so they're amazing and obviously you look out for um if Jochun is on, if he's playing, then you know Patrick um Isaiah Pacheco is going to. They will lean on that run game. They will lean on that run game hundred percent. So they, I mean there's so many layers here for the Chiefs. And you know, you never rule out stuff like explosive plays, you know, you know the defense can create turnovers. You go explosive last year we saw Kadarius turn with that massive return on special teams. And then on the ensuing possession, he's wide open. They scheme for him and he's wide open. So, you know, explosive plays, defense, run game. This is just basic football. And they've got that in them. So we haven't seen an explosive play on special teams from the Chiefs all year. 
but why would you rule that out i mean this is a team that you know they can explode on on special teams michael herdman had that massive fumble loss in the end zone for a touchback now he's one of the guys that in the last few years he's been known to have massive plays on on special teams so oh it all hangs in the balance but my takeaway from this game is for me this is a legacy game for patrick mahomes you know because i mean if you go in into baltimore and you win that game that's a statement you've been in the super bowl last three out to the last four you were there last year you won it you know if you can go back this year because i believe this is a super bowl whoever wins this game wins it all you know there isn't a team in from the air, from the nfc that could beat either representatives from the afc so you go in there and you win this game you make a statement right this is possibly the worst the chiefs have looked under patrick mahomes if they can win a super bowl against a team that looks as good as the baltimore ravens if they can do that and they then go on to to finish the job in las vegas against whoever san francisco which by the way is a very tough team as well so if they can beat san fran and baltimore that's back-to-back super bowls for this guy if he wins it next year, if they come back looking better next year let's just imagine andrew reed comes back one more year they come back looking even better and they win it next year that's it and now you win three in a row i'm telling you right now you all this Brady's the courts all the, oh nah that's it that conversation is over so for me this game believe it or not I actually think this is more Patrick Mahomes you know must win than Lamar Jackson I think it is because this game means so much I mean if Lamar wins it what does it mean yeah he's got one what else but if Patrick Mahomes could win this there is way more for him to to go out there and and just finish off you know just take off a list you know so this this is this is a very big career defining moment for patrick mahomes because this this baltimore team is tough man if you can beat these boys you know this will carry so much weight i mean if lamar wins this game you come down to well the chiefs didn't look that great you know this wasn't the, the greatest chiefs team we've seen for years and that will be the whole chit chat about this game but if patrick mahomes can win this one it'll be oh my god how did he pull this off remember last year he didn't have Trav- um tarik hill and he went out there and won the super bowl and this year the team doesn't look that great but when they had to you know they've looked good in the playoffs and all that stuff and that could enhance his legacy so for me this this is a big game for patrick mahomes man because he carries way more way i mean what could come out of a of a chief's win for his legacy is is tremendous this could even seal the god conversation that's how big this game is so um yeah but we'll find out we'll see um it'll be an interesting game we'll be watching you know, I can't wait. Honestly, can't remember last time I was excited. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it will be very close. And I'm putting my money on Patrick Mahomes. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. And he wants to just go out there and prove, you know. Right, so that's the AFC, NFC. Interesting. 
NFC. Now, San Francisco have been, they've been amazing all year, you know. Obviously, apart from that Cleveland game and one or two games where they slipped up. But for the most part, they've done really well. Detroit, on the other hand, brilliant story. But this is what I think. I think Detroit can beat San Francisco at their own game. 100%, not even close. You know, they've got the potential to really take San Fran's game to them. You know, if you're talking about offensive line, you know, I just talked about the Chiefs having possibly the best interior linemen in the game. These guys are on a different level, man. If you're looking at the entire line across from tack from left tackle to right tackle, they might have the best line, honestly. So these guys can, they can protect golf. I mean, golf could go untouched, you know. And obviously, if they have to run that football, you know, Detroit can run the football, you know. So it'll come down to if the defense can hold up, what the defense can do. <laughs> To Brock Purdy, can you generate any kind of pressure? Because that's what you want. And obviously, the health of Debo Samuels as well. It looks to me like he will be good to go. But how many snaps does he get will be a big time question. You know, that will be, that will determine. Because, listen, without Debo, they're not the same team. He's he's a hybrid running back slash wide receiver slash slot receiver. Just name it all. I mean, in terms of. You know how many yards he generates after catching the football is on a different level. So this guy helps them so much out. Obviously they got Christian McCaffrey and really that that's their game. So they've still got that those two strong elements to their game. Um, I think this one's gonna be a lot tighter than people think as well. Um, my heart tells me it's gonna be Detroit, but my head tells me it's gonna be San Francisco. But this is what I would say, I just just to finish off, I just want to finish on this. If it does come down, if this is a tight game and it's evenly contested, you know, across both lines of scrimmage, let's just assume it comes down to that. Both defensive, offensive lines have cancelled themselves out. They've, it's been a tough, tough game. No one really gets to it, man. No one's really sacking anyone, but you... You don't get much going to the run game. Let's just assume that game goes that way. If it does come down to that, and in the end, you have to put the trust, or you have to put the game in the hands of your quarterback. Is it going to be Jared Goff? Is it going to be Brock Purdy? If it comes down to that, come on, man. It's not even a debate. I think we all know that Goff wins that one any day. So if you're San Francisco, the last place you want this game to go is put this game in the hands of RQB. Let him go out there and win us this game. And you know the great ones have done it. And possibly that's where all these questions come from, where a lot of people question the greatness of of a Brock Purdy. Is he that guy? Is he elite? Is he built? Is he cut from that cloth? Does he belong on that pedestal? Yes or no? Because you know the great ones are like remember Brady, epic at Arrowhead years ago. You put that ball, you put you put the game in the hands of Tom Brady. He goes out there and he wins you the game. You're looking at third down conversion after third down conversion after third, just to keep the sticks moving. You know you can't even run the football at this time. It's just you know they're gonna spread them out, line up in shotgun. 
there's no there's no running it's just pass 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 and he came big on multiple third downs you know so if it does come down to that and you need someone to move the sticks with the with the pass game yeah i think it's only one winner here man i think the guy that's six foot six six foot five who's bad have been to uh to a super bowl and playing a championship game i think that's the guy you would trust but yeah it's been an interesting preview to um the weekend slate of games let's see how this pans out and hopefully monday we will react to the weekend's actions enjoy the games